With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dude, there's nothing I would change about the Burger King Grill Dog. Same. Nothing I would change either. They're made with 100% beef. They got the grill marks on there. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like, um, grill dogs, oh. grill dogs. Get a grill dog now at Burger King. Starting at just $1.99. Price and participation vary. Blog Talk Radio. This is True Capitalist Radio. True Capitalist Radio. I am your host, the man they call Ghost. The badass of business. Give him capitalism or give him death. That's it. Period. Broadcasting from his Skylight Office Studios in beautiful downtown Austin, Texas. You sound fruitier than a box of Fruit Loops, for Christ's sake. And now, he'll take it from here. Your host, the prognosticator of prognosticators... The man they call Ghost. Oh my God, what is going on, folks, on this heavily induced news day? That is going on around us right now. It is Baller Friday for all the folks that are keeping track. I want to thank you, first of all, for tuning in with us for another edition of the True Capitalist Radio broadcast. And, of course, I am your host, the man they call Ghost. And once again, folks, I want to thank everybody for tuning in with me. This is episode number 312 312 for all the folks that are keeping track. And folks, if you haven't already done so, please spread it around like wildfire that True Capitalist Radio isn't affected in the house. And we are live every Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. And of course, the official website is blogtalkradio.com slash ghost. That is blogtalkradio.com slash ghost folks and of course if you haven't been following me on twitter i don't know what the hell you're doing go ahead and give me a follow on twitter politics ghost is the name to follow all one word no underscores politics ghost is the name now folks there is all kinds of news to be talking about today i was going to talk about all kinds of stuff on the agenda but folks uh less than maybe a little more than an hour before the broadcast uh, we have gotten news that there is a military coup going on in Turkey right now. <laughs> Woo! Oh, my God. And let me tell you, it couldn't have happened to a better president. And for you folks that have been listening to me for a while now, since I've been back on this broadcast since March, you know that I have been very critical of this Islamist that is the president of Turkey uh, what the hell is his name? Erdogan, I believe, is how you pronounce that stupid piece of trash's name. Well, folks, it looks like Erdogan is no longer in power. All right? Uh, it is, uh, a, 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 according to reports, the military has taken complete and total control of the government. All right? I mean, all kinds of military actions have been happening, folks. And if you haven't followed me on Twitter, I've been retweeting things as it's been happening. Uh, we've got... Uh, uh, airplanes and jets going through the air in Turkey. You've got tanks rolling on the ground. Uh, you've got the military disarming the police. Uh, a lot of different things happening. I want to read to you the official statement by the Turkish Armed Forces. It states it's as follows. Turkish Armed Forces have completely taken over the administration of the country to reinstate constitutional order, human rights, and freedoms, the rule of law and general security was damaged. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? Let me repeat that again. 
the Turkish armed forces have completely taken over the administration of the country to reinstate constitutional order, human rights, and freedoms, the rule of law, and general security that was damaged. All international agreements are still valid, and we hope that all of our, relation, our good relationships with all countries will continue. Now, of course, folks, this is a statement from the Turkish Armed Forces. And, folks, wasn't I just talking about something like this yesterday? Huh? I mean, wasn't I just discussing, as it relates to this country, that the United States military, as far as I'm concerned, because we are witnessing the complete and utter collapse of our country, that I called on the military, somebody within the military, to assume command and just to go right into Washington, D.C. and to arrest the entire civilian government. Because as far as I'm concerned, folks, and as far as a lot of people who have been witnessing what this government has done in America today, this is a criminal enterprise. Do you understand that? This is a criminal enterprise that is in Washington today. And it doesn't matter if they're Democrats, it doesn't matter if they're Republicans, they have put us in the current precarious situation that is jeopardizing our national security. And let me tell you, I hope Obama is watching this, what is going down in Turkey, because I believe this makes it that much more probable, that much more probable of this scenario happening in America today. And look, I know I've been criticized that, hey, Ghost, what are you doing? You want to call for a military coup? Hey, I'd much prefer a military coup than whatever communist garbage this violent agitation criminal enterprise government is implementing on the United States at this current time. And let me give you a little bit of a side note, all right? Lest we forget that Obama has visited with the Turkish President Erdogan more times than any other head of state in Obama's presidency, huh? Oh, that's right, folks. That's what I'm saying. I hope Obama is shaking in his goddamn power-bottom balls because I personally believe that this gives a little bit of fervor of somebody that's in the military, some general, to just go in there and arrest the entire goddamn civilian government. And I'm calling on anyone that's within the military. Uh, it is your duty, all right? I mean, look at what the Turkish people have done. Look at what the Turkish military has done. I mean, for years, Turkey has been a secularist Islamic country. I mean, it has been a model of uh, what, and I'm, euphem I'm using my own terminology, Islamocracy. Islamocracy, the intertwining of Islam with secular government. And I thought it was rather successful until Erdogan came into power and started incrementally pushing this Islamic extremism, bringing back the hijab, and bringing back all this ridiculous Islamic fundamentalism to the country. And let me tell you something right now. I am glad that someone within the military has assumed command in Turkey and decided to basically overthrow this disgusting, despicable, illegal government and decided that human rights... The rule of law, and here, let me let me read exactly what again. They 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 want to reinstate reinstate constitutional order, human rights and freedoms, the rule of law and general security. And folks, that's exactly what we need here in America. Because do you think that this Obama administration has given two rats asses about our security? This man is inflaming the problem that we are witnessing on our shores today, whether it's the immigration policy, whether it's this uh, agitation of Black Lives Matter and Black Panther Party, if it's his uh, foreign policy. I mean, folks, I can go on and on, and I hope that someone in the military can assume command and do the same goddamn thing. And I'm not just talking about arresting Obama, even though he is one of the main culprits. I'm talking about arresting the whole goddamn government, all right? Arresting the whole goddamn government and what the military is going to do, because typically militaries don't take control of, uh, of governments for long periods of time. It's more like a holding pattern so that the population can get its affairs in order to reinstate a civilian government that isn't corrupted, that isn't criminal-minded, uh, and that sort of thing. I mean, I've seen it time and time again. This has happened 
before, folks. I mean, this is not new. This is not a new thing that has happened. And I strongly believe that the probability now, now that uh, Obama's homie, Erdogan, has been overthrown by his government, the probability, or overthrown by his military, I should say, the probability of this happening here in America is very high, and I'm encouraging it to happen. I believe that we need this to happen. I mean, everybody in America has gone completely berserk, all right? Everybody is completely insane, uh, and I personally believe that the military has a duty to go into Washington, which is a corrupt cesspool, and just arrest the entire uh, government apparatus. All these civilian uh, career politician scumbags and give them trials and let the will of the people decide their fate. Because let me tell you something, folks. These people that are in Washington have been deciding our fate for a long time. Do you understand that? They've been deciding our fate for a long, long time. And it's about time the people start rising up and realizing that, look, we don't want a criminal enterprise running our government any longer. We don't want some idiot stankosaurus bimbo like Hillary Rotten Clinton having so many skeletons in this damn uh, corrupt Washington, D.C. government that she can literally run roughshod all over the goddamn place and get away with whatever she wants. So once again, folks, I am very excited. I mean, this couldn't have happened to a better head of state. Erdogan is a piece of Islamist trash. I hope that he is killed. I hope he's murdered. I, I hope that he's captured. I, I mean, I hope he's executed. I'm not kidding around. I hate this piece of trash. I mean, he and his government have been culprits with NATO, with the Obama administration, in creating ISIS, folks. He has been a culprit in creating and instigating the migrant crisis within Europe. I mean, this character that is being overthrown is not some kind of, uh, you know, oh, he, he didn't mean it. Are you kidding me? This is the scum of Islamic scum. And I am glad this man is no longer in power, and it couldn't have happened to a better person. I'm telling you this right now. I, I, I'm, I'm, this is one big step against radical Islam. And I want to say cheers to the Turkish military and whoever decided to assume command and direct orders to the underlings of the military to conduct this operation and fulfill this coup. I want to say cheers to the Turkish military, and I hope that some generals within the United States military take notice of this particular operation and conduct it in Washington, D.C. today, because I personally believe that everybody, both Democrat, Republican, that are career politicians that have put us in the predicament that we are in, are as, just as guilty as Obama. So, I mean... United States military, please consider assuming command and consider just arresting the entire United States government. All of them. All of them! All of them. So that the people can reestablish our Constitution. So we can reestablish our human rights. So that we can reestablish our capitalist system. So we can eliminate the bureaucratic international institutionalists that have jeopardized America's national security. Because as I've said to the military, you took an oath. You took an oath to protect America from enemies both foreign and domestic. And right now, we have a domestic government that is a criminal enterprise for a bureaucratic international institutionalism that we as American people don't want anything to do with. So once again, that's why I'm calling on the United States government military. The military. It's time for you to make your move, sir. All right, whoever assumes command. It's time for you to make your move. Anyway, folks, I want to say cheers. All right? Cheers to the Turkish military. All right? Bring back human rights. Bring back freedom. Bring back constitution to your people. I mean, this is a glorious day for the Turkish people as far as I'm concerned. Cheers, baby. Uh, I'm telling you, the world's a better place without Erdogan in power. I mean, lest we forget, folks, 
that this whole Benghazi thing that Hillary Clinton got herself to mixed up in, folks, it had everything to do with running guns from Turkey to Benghazi to be distributed to the so-called freedom fighters, which are now ISIS in the Middle East, folks. I mean, Turkey is the entrance point for the migrants to dump themselves into the European continent. I mean, folks, this man is a disgusting, filthy character, and I am glad this man is no longer a head of state. And as far as I'm concerned, he deserves to be executed, Erdogan, all right? I mean, he has done more to destroy Europe than probably the European Union themselves. Not to say that the European Union weren't uh, culprits with this man, but, folks, he was the main culprit. He's the guy that the... European Union was going to allow in, and you see, folks, this man was turning a secularist Turkish government into a goddamn Islamic extremist government, for Christ's sake. I mean, Jesus Christ. And, folks, we're running uh, news as it happens. I'm retweeting news as it happens here. Turkish now are making a run at the banks. Uh, which is a little dangerous, uh, to say the least. So let me go ahead and retweet that. Uh, Turkish are withdrawing money from ATMs after reports of coup. Uh, so that doesn't spell very well for the civilian people, per se, because there's a lot of panic going on in the street, a lot of uncertainty, so on and so forth. Uh, but as far as I'm concerned, uh, I, I think this is a great thing for the Turkish people. I mean, enough of this Islamic garbage. And I'm glad that the Turkish military isn't going to have none of it, isn't going to have none of this Islamic crap. This is a strike against Islamic radicalism. And I will say it, and I will continue to say it, this is a strike against Islamic radicalism. I'm telling you this right now. Oh, my God, what a beautiful day. Anyway, I want to run through the whole agenda of today. And then I'm going to open up the phone lines, and we're going to continue talking about this Turkish coup. Because, folks, wasn't I just talking about this yesterday? Wasn't I just talking about this yesterday as it pertained to the United States government? I'm telling you, the prognosticator of prognosticator strikes again. I mean, wasn't I just discussing yesterday about Islamic extremism and how Obama's bringing in all the wild Jehudis, and then right as I was talking about it, the uh, attack in France happened? instantaneously, right in the middle of the show. I mean, I'm serious, folks. I mean, this is not an accident. Uh, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that yours truly talks about these things before they happen, because, folks, I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators, and you don't have to be a psychic to read the writing on the wall. All right? I mean, I am a, I'm a student of history, and I believe that history is secular. All right? or cyclical, I should say, cyclical, in that the more things change, the more they stay the same. And as long as you have some empirical knowledge of history and an empirical analysis, you could be able to make the type of prognostications that yours truly has been conducting here. Now, folks, once again, if you are living under a rock, Turkey has been under a coup, a military coup. They have overthrown the civilian government, and now the military, the Turkish military, is now in control, and I think that it's a beautiful thing for Turkey, an absolute beautiful thing for Turkey, because I don't believe that Turkey wants to be an Islamic state. All right? And I think that uh, if somebody could please find Erdogan running around out there, I want to see him executed, all right? I'm serious. I want to see this man executed because he's a piece of trash and he's a huge contributing factor to the migrant crisis that's happening in the EU nation states today. Anyway, folks, let me move on to the rest of the agenda. I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines. I want to hear from you. What do you have to say on this Baller Friday, baby? This Baller Coop Friday. Oh, my God. This is great. This is great. Good news today that we have one last Islamic extremist head of state. Uh, that's just great. 
Anyway, folks, I know that, uh, you know, we were trying not to hope that Donald Trump was going to pick Mike Pence as a vice presidential candidate, but it looks like, folks, it is official. Donald Trump did announce today that he is, all right, that he is going to pick Mike Pence as his vice presidential running mate. And I know that it sticks in the crawl of everybody out here, because we were discussing this yesterday. A lot of people were calling up saying that this is a bad pick. Yours truly was even saying that this is a mistake. But, folks, after further analysis, I personally believe that this was a deal struck between the RNC and the Trump campaign. I mean, this was a Paul Manafort deal in that, The Republicans were scared that Donald Trump was going to run more of a uh, left-right type of campaign, bypassing the whole conservative platform that used to define the Republican Party. And, folks, uh, we talked about it yesterday. You know, all these cruise crew, never Trump idiots were coming at yours truly when I was tweeting at the uh, RNC Rules Committee that they better not try any totalitarian funny business, and uh, they better not, quote, free the delegates or anything of that nature, uh, or else we have their docks and we know where their hotel rooms are at. And, of course, you had all these Cruz crew, never Trump assholes uh, trying to tweet at the FBI as if I was making threats or something. And and like I said yesterday, do you really think that Hillary Clinton's FBI is going to give two rat's asses about uh, dissension amongst right-wingers? Are you kidding me? I mean, you freaking dumb cruise crew idiots make me sick, all right? All right, you, I'm serious. And let me tell you, I can't believe that we have this idiot Mike Pence as the vice presidential candidate. Now, I'll still vote for Trump because, as I said, I mean, you know, Mike Pence is pretty much of a nothing burger, But I know that many within the LGBT community who were voting for Trump, who were promoting voting for Trump, are a little disheartened to say the least. I mean, the last thing you need is some staunch, imbecilic conservative that thinks he's holier than thou when nine times out of ten most of these damn ultra-conservatives are a bunch of hypocrites. All right? And it makes me sick. Now, according to reports, uh, Trump was trying to get out of the vice presidential pick as late as last night at midnight, because I'm sure he read the the tweets, the social media, and unfortunately, uh, he couldn't get out of it. I mean, you know, I'm sure this is a deal that he made with the RNC Rules Committee, because remember, uh, I read reports that 13 of the 28 people that sit on the damn RNC Rules Committee were ready to vote and change the rules of the convention so that the delegates can vote their, quote, conscience. Well, that didn't happen. There was no rules change in that regard, and there had to have been a deal struck, all right? They had to have been a deal struck, and I think part of that was having Mike Pence as a vice presidential running mate so that uh, the Republicans could still save face with their stupid conservative contingent, all right? And to be honest with you folks, that's why I left the conservative movement, folks. They're a bunch of hypocrites, all right? I mean, I saw it in 2008 when John Turncoat McCain and Sarah Eskimo Bimbo Palin, all right, uh, were the nominees, the, the, the president and vice presidential nominee, at the convention in 2008, and I said it back then, and I'll continue to say it, that was a coronation of the liberals taking control of the Republican Party. I mean, do you all remember? That was the death of conservatism altogether. I mean, that was the first time I had ever seen conservatives try to make a case for teen pregnancy. Oh, yeah, you all remember that? Old Bristol Palin was knocked up during that goddamn time and shitted out a kid by the time the Republican convention was coming around. And you had all these supposed conservatives in 2008 saying, Oh, it's okay. It's a gift from God. It's a gift from God that Bristol Palin had a teenage pregnancy. I mean, and, and folks, after that, I pretty much, I lost complete and total confidence in anyone who attempts to call themselves a goddamn conservative. All right? Because I'm telling you this right now, conservatism is dead. 
And anybody who claims to be a conservative is an utter hypocrite, all right? It's an utter hypocrite, all right? I'm serious. I mean, the majority of conservatives care more about abortion and gay marriage and all these red herring issues that, with all due respect, if we were in peacetime and, you know, the world wasn't going into hell in a handbasket, maybe we could have those debates. But we're not in peacetime, you stupid idiot conservatives. We're in a very precarious international situation, and you idiots, all right, you idiots continue to sit here and shove this goddamn stupid red hairy crap down our throats. I mean, give me a break. And you see, folks, uh, I'm just, I'm just disgusted that the Republican Party forced Donald Trump to nominate a goddamn conservative piece of trash. I mean, uh, I'm serious. I mean, I was even thinking about Milo Yiannopoulos. You know, this was a guy who was a staunch supporter of Trump, obviously homosexual, not, you know, he calls himself the world's dangerous faggot. That's what he calls himself. I'm not trying to be derogatory. I mean, he was such a staunch supporter against Trump that after the Pulse shootings, or the supposed Pulse shootings, he went in front of the Pulse, or in the Pulse area, nightclub area, and made a speech, and in passionate, in a passionate speech stating that Donald Trump, all right, Donald Trump is the most LGBT candidate on the ticket. Well, he can't say that any longer when you got a Mike Pence who tried to create gay laws in his home state of Indiana. I mean, give me a break, man. I mean, <laughs> oh my God, I'm, I feel bad for Milo. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know. I mean, I think that uh, Donald Trump let everybody down as it relates to the LGBT contingent that was, you know, pretty enthusiastically backing him up. So anyway, folks, once again, I'm still going to vote for Trump. All right, I'm still, uh, you know, down with Trump, no big deal. And uh, I just think that, you know, Donald Trump could have had a, a freaking imbecile next to him, and he's still better than Hillary Rotten Clinton, for Christ's sake. All right? Anyway, folks, I don't mean to get off subject matter here, but more and more news coming out of the goddamn uh, Turkish uh, coup situation. It seems, and this is preliminary reports, folks, that uh, President Erdogan has been arrested. Uh-oh! <laughs> Woo! I'm telling you, happy baller Friday, Erdogan! <laughs> Woo! Oh my God! Let me tell you something right now. I hope Barack Obama is watching this because you're next, Bubbles. All right, <laughs> you're next, baby. I sincerely believe that this pushes the military that much closer to go into Washington D.C. and just start—I mean, literally, just start arresting each and every one of these scumbags that are a part of the civilian government. All right? I'm not kidding around. Because look at where we're at as a country. Our national security is in jeopardy, and it has everything to do with this government. This government is a criminal enterprise. It is corrupt. And in my personal opinion, I believe that the military needs to do its job, and somebody needs to assume command and go in and arrest all these people, just like they're doing right now in Turkey. And look, I'm not saying that the military should be infinitely in charge of the country. We need the military to reestablish the people's rule over the authority of the government, because remember, this was a country made for the people and by the people. So that's all there is to it. <laughs> that's all there is to it, baby. All right. Now, I know there's a lot of hysteria going on in Turkey. There's a lot of run of the banks right now. People are going to... When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can be confusing. Like Swedish techno confusing. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Dance with me, purple cow. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Ooh, you lovely cow. Geico makes it easy. With 24-7 access, all you have to do is go to geico.com and you could save money on car insurance. It just makes sense. Unlike, you know. Dance with me, purple cow. 
I like your moves. ATMs, I would calm my ass down. I don't think this is going to change anything. All right? I mean, commerce is still going to go through. Uh, you know, people are still going to be able to go to work. I think people need to calm their asses down out there, but it's very scary. I mean, when you got jets flying over, you got gunfights in the distance, you got tanks on the road. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> oh, my God. Bye-bye, Erdogan, you piece of Islamic trash. All right? I wonder if he's going to get his 72 virgins if he's executed by the goddamn government, or by the military, excuse me. Uh, you going to get your 72 virgins there, Erdogan? Huh? Are they going to be wearing hijibs up there, you stupid piece of trash? (laughs) As I stated, folks, this is a strike to the goddamn Islamic radicalism that is plaguing the world today. You understand that? I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Jesus Christ. I am excited, folks. I'm excited! That's it for Erdogan. That Islamic piece of trash is gone. He is gone. And it's time for the Turkish people to reestablish their country, which was secular, which was a secular government. Jesus Christ, I can't believe this, but I can. (laughs) Oh, my God. I hope you're watching, Obama. I hope you're watching because... Look, I don't believe the military appreciates uh, Obama trying to fruit up the military. I want to be completely honest with you, all right? And I'm not trying to say anything bad against LGBT. I'm not trying to say anything bad against women. Uh, But, folks, uh, I don't think the military appreciates this, all right? I don't think the military appreciates this. I don't think it appreciates the fact that uh, this government is jeopardizing our national security. And, folks... In the military, any general that wants to assume command, sir, you are in your moral, ethical, and legal right to command troops to converge on Washington, D.C. to arrest the entire federal government. And once you arrest them, we put them on a public, truly transparent trial so that everybody in America can watch the boob tube and watch the different counts of treason that these people have committed and watch them as they're, uh, you know, squirming in trial. I mean, th- th- when they're completely defeated, I would love to see a goddamn Obama, a Hillary Clinton, a goddamn Paul Ryan, these people being put on trial for the treasonous garbage they have done to our country. Jesus Christ. Anyway, folks, we're getting all kinds of preliminary reports on what has happened to Erdogan. Some uh, outlets are saying that he has been arrested. Others are saying that he is trying to flee to Germany, for Christ's sake. I mean, give me a break. (laughs) Woo, man, I'm loving this, baby. I am loving this. Goodbye, Erdogan. Say goodbye to romance, yay. Goodbye to friends. <laughs> you stupid piece of trash. Oh, my God. And look, look at what we're having here. The police are trying to rise up against the military here. Let's continue. I mean, I'm, I'm retweeting as news happens, folks, on this Turkish thing. And, and I'm going to try to get through the whole agenda here really fast so I can take your calls and see what you have to say about it. Now, uh, let me switch gears here, Uh, and sorry about the helter-skelter back and forth of the show. There's a lot of news going on. I want to get to it. We just discussed Donald Trump and his pick, Mike Pence, and uh, once again, I don't think it was a great pick at all. I think it's a nothing burger, and it's a slap in the face to all those in the LGBT uh, and uh, those that are more secular uh, that were backing up Trump. I think it's a slap in the mouth, and I think Trump knows it, too. But once again, this was a deal, in my opinion, between the RNC Rules Committee so that they don't change the rules so that the uh, supposed delegates could be free to vote their conscience. And uh, in my personal opinion, I think that this was, that's what it was about, and that's why uh, even though Donald Trump may not like his pick and it was forced upon him, I believe this pretty much solidifies him being the presidential candidate for the Republican Party.
I mean, there ain't going to be no never-Trump cruise crew assholes trying to cause a ruckus in the damn convention. And, you see, that's why Paul Manafort this morning was saying that never-Trump is dead. It is gone, all right? It's a distant memory. Goodbye, uh, never-Trumpers, all right? Goodbye, cruise cruisers, all right? Stupid assholes. Anyway, folks, if you are unaware, I mean, today, believe it or not, believe it or not, is the anonymous day of rage. And if you folks are unfamiliar with that, this stupid group anonymous, which is an FBI-CIA front, all right, give me a break, all right? But let's just say for the sake of argument that they're not, and there's a bunch of stupid fat losers that live with their mother that, you know, decided to go out and call for this day of rage in 37 cities, Uh, One of them happened to be Austin, Texas, and let me tell you, if I'm walking home here today and I start seeing some of these people, I I, I don't know what I'm going to do, all right? I'm going to be honest with you right now, all right? I'm I'm not joking around. I'm sick of this crap. But anyway, folks, uh, today is the day of rage. It starts supposedly anywhere from 6 to 7 p.m., where you're going to have all these people congregate and, you know, wherever locations that they're claiming that they're going to meet up at, And I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if they're going to rabble-rouse. I don't know if they're going to commit violence. I don't know what this is, folks. But once again, uh, this day of rage, the whole connotation of the day of rage, goes back to the Weather Underground. Oh, that's right, folks. Weather Underground, Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn. All right, the, the, the domestic terrorist the weather underground, and I find it a shame that Anonymous is trying to grab uh, elements within a domestic terrorist organization from the 60s and 70s to try to agitate further violence, further agitation uh, in America once again. Now, folks, I'm very disturbed by this. I can't believe that Anonymous is going this direction. And that's why if anybody is still taking Anonymous seriously, you're an idiot, all right? Serious. I mean, you're, you're a moron. It's an FBI-CIA front, all right? I mean, look at the Sabu incident. If you all are not familiar with the Anonymous Sabu incident, well, you folks need to go back in time. I was broadcasting during that time. I had Sabu and you know uh, Barrett Brown and all those Anonymous people. They were listening to my broadcast on a consistent basis, folks, all right? I mean, they, they were out here doing their thing. That's why yours truly at the time was, uh, you know, promoting LulzSec to a certain extent because they were actually conducting operations uh, that were uh, gaining a lot of media attention, so on and so forth. But then when they got old Hector uh, Sabu, they forced this man to basically turn state's evidence and direct attacks and direct hacks under the influence of the FBI, and he had been doing that for about six to seven months into the whole LulzSec operation. And then thereafter, he became an asset of the FBI and is still one to this day. So if you believe this whole anonymous crap is uh, organic and genuine, you're a goddamn fool, all right? You're stupid. But anyway, folks, I find it sickening that they are robbing Uh, or stealing from the weather underground of the 60s and 70s. And if you weren't following me on Twitter, I tweeted some clips in which uh, the weather underground wants to murder about 25 million capitalists once they take power. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they don't like capitalists. All right? Now, I was debating on whether to do this or not, but, you know, given the fact that this this is a pretty decent baller Friday, I decide I'm going to go ahead and do it and see what happens. All right, now, folks, uh, for you all that know who David Ayers, or excuse me, Bill Ayers is, excuse me, Bill Ayers, of course, was the leader of the uh, Weather Underground in the 60s. He was a uh, convicted uh, domestic terrorist. He likes to call himself an aggressive, uh, an, an aggressive vandal, which is ridiculous. That's what he. He claims that he was partaking in his aggressive vandalism, utilizing explosives, but he was a domestic terrorist, all right? Domestic terrorist. And uh, we've got a number uh, of David Ayers here, and I think I'm going to give him a call right now and see if we can't get him on the horn 
and to see if we can, or excuse me, Bill Ayers. I keep calling him David Ayers for Christ's sake. I don't even know why I keep calling him. Because I, I, I don't even want to know his stupid leftist piece of garbage communist name. All right? Bill Ayers, Bernadine Dorn. We got their number. I think that we're going to give them a call on this Baller Friday, and I think that we're going to give them a call right now. <laughs> now, I don't know if this number works. Uh, this was found by the Capitalist Army. So we shall see if we can talk to Bill Ayers on this day of rage that was inspired by his weather underground. So, hey, engineer, go ahead and call Bill Ayers, for Christ's sake, and see if we can't get that son of a bitch on the horn here. All right? All right, let's see if we can't get this son of a bitch on the horn. All right, here we go. The number oh, you have reached course. has been disconnected, or of is no longer. Of course, long- man. That's what I. That's what I kind of anticipated, for Christ's sake. Anyway, if any of y'all want to mail him a letter, because y'all want to ask him a few questions, uh, I believe the address is 1329 East 50th Street, Chicago, Illinois, uh, area code six zero six zero seven. I'm just saying for informational purposes only, since. This particular episode of the Day of Rage is inspired by his rhetoric from the 60s and 70s. So, of course, I do this in the most careless and unsophisticated manner possible, and I say this with no criminal intent. I'm saying if you want to ask him a question, all right, and I think that the American people are in their moral, ethical, and legal right to do so, as far as I'm concerned, all right? So anyway, I tried to call him, didn't have it. Uh, obviously disconnected his goddamn freaking line, for Christ's sake, so give me a break. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, folks. I don't mean to be cutting in and out of different subject matters here, but this just breaking. Uh, Erdogan is encouraging his supporters to gather in the streets and start, you know, causing ruckus and riots and start detonating themselves like a goddamn bunch of Islamic wild Jehudis. And, uh, of course, he called in uh, to some news program out there in Turkey via Skype. So that just goes to show you how scared shitless this man is, and he should be, all right? Now, let me tell you, uh, the military, uh, you need to just start going out there and just start mowing people down that claim to be Islamists, as far as I'm concerned. All right. Now, I'm not trying to advocate mass violence. If you are a secularist Turkish person, please stay in your home. These Islamic wild Jehudis, they need to see this. All right. I hope that the Turkish government completely slaughters these goddamn Islamic wild Jehudis. All right. Because this is a strike against radical Islam, and I think somebody needed to do it, and I'm glad that the Turkish military is doing it right now. All right? So once again, uh, this is a very precarious situation as time continues going on in Turkey. And uh, I'm telling you this right now. I think it's very irresponsible of Erdogan. But, of course, he's about to die. He's running scared. I hear he's trying to get into Germany, for Christ's sake. And I hope that if he gets into Germany, some German sticks a damn German sausage up his ass and, uh, you know, literally, you know, uh, kills him with a goddamn bottle of Jack Daniels and, uh, you know, a cheese-filled sausage in his mouth, all right? I'm serious. I'm sick and tired of these Islamic extremists. Uh, It's time to go bare-knuckle, all right? It's time to go bare-knuckle, and I'm glad the military in Turkey is doing their Thea thing, all right? Anyway, folks, we tried to call Bill Ayers. He wasn't there. Uh, I, I did release his address over there at 1329 East 50th Street in Chicago, Illinois. And, and of course, I released that for informational and educational purposes only. Uh, I do that very carelessly and unsophisticated, and I have no criminal intent against Bill Ayers. I'm just saying, if you want to question him about his uh, political philosophy and about the day of rage, I mean, this is inspired by his particular weather underground, and I believe that the American people have a moral, ethical, and legal right to ask questions to this man, since he is the uh, philosophical foundation to what is about to happen here at about 6 or 7 p.m., all right? Uh, Anyway, folks, let me move on to another subject matter, because I want to take some calls here, all right? We, of course, talked about the day of rage today. It's going to happen in 37 cities throughout the United States of America 
And uh, from what I've read, the United States military has been told to steer clear of these 37 cities for some goddamn reason. I wonder why. Anyway, folks, Obama had a town hall meeting yesterday. Did y'all see that crap? I mean, what a disgusting piece of trash. Tried to sit there and tried to define Black Lives Matter, a domestic terrorist organization, and continued to lecture the cops. You know what I mean? Continuing to lecture the police. On the bright side, though, all right, on the bright side, uh, I hear that the ratings for Obama's town hall meeting was, like, low on the totem pole. People were more worried about watching the boob tube and their favorite shows and, uh, I don't know, some kind of Latin awards that was going on where J-Lo was shaking her ass or whatever the case might be. They were more worried about that than hearing the same old mumbo-jumbo, all right, the same old mumbo-jumbo that he says all the goddamn time, all right? So, once again, he tries to define Black Lives Matter as some sort of an organic uh, group that's coming out in angst against police brutality, when we all know, folks, this is a George Soros-funded George Soros operation, all right? The leader of so-called Black Lives Matter, the HIV-AIDS advocate himself, D-Ray lives in a home in Baltimore that is owned by one of George Soros' operatives within the Open Society, which is the organization that he runs, folks. So for all you black folk that are out there thinking that Black Lives Matter is somehow an organic uh, movement, you people have been doofed. You people have been bamboozled. You people have been betrayed. And as I've said it, and I'll say it time and time again, Black Lives Matter is an LGBT organization, all right? It is an LGBT organization, and I believe that the more and more we emphasize that, the better. Now, I don't know if you folks have been following me on Twitter, but uh, it seems as if people are starting to question D-Ray's loyalty now. Now that we have gotten out the fact that Black Lives Matter is truly an LGBT organization, and that this man is comparing Black Lives Matter with the fight against HIV-AIDS. He actually said it. It's on the Internet. Now, all of a sudden, his fellow brethren are starting to ask him a few questions, like, man, brother, what the hell are you doing, man? Man, where your loyalty at, baby? Are you black or you gay, baby? And I've said it time and time again, D-Ray is a gay man first, a black man second. I don't even think it's second. It could be third or fourth on his totem pole, to be completely honest with you. Because as I've stated time and time again, why isn't D-Ray trying to utilize his bureaucratic educational skills? Because he was a bureaucrat within the education system out there in Indianapolis, I believe. And now he is a bureaucrat in uh, the Baltimore City Schools. Now, why isn't he going out and educating the black community on how to confront the police in a more legal ease capacity as opposed to embracing a ghetto-fied degeneracy approach in cursing and, and getting violent towards the police, which, let's be honest, folks, for the most part, all right, I'm not saying all the time, but for the most part, it's the aggression of black ghetto-fied degeneracy that pretty much gets most black folks killed uh, from police. I I'm not kidding around. I'm not saying all the time. I don't think Eric Gardner was a very good example of that. I think Eric Gardner was a legitimate police brutality case. But I sure as hell don't think Trayvon Martin was. I sure as hell don't think uh, uh, Mike Brown was or any of these other uh, cases in which the uh, media has hyper-sensationalized the black community into believing it was police brutality when in actuality it was nothing more than the police reacting to the aggression of those that were unfortunately shot in the midst of a confrontation with the police officer. And that's all I'm saying, folks. That is all I am saying. That's all I'm saying, all right? Now, I do not believe, I do not believe that uh, police brutality and police shootings is the biggest issue in the black community. You want to know what I think is the biggest issue in the black community? How about the fact that the majority of crime and murders in America happens from the black community, black people? Why is that? Why is it that one in three black folks has seen jail? Why is it that uh, uh, the average black man lives to be 54? 
I mean, these are issues that should be discussed by D-Ray, but as I've alluded to time and time again, I believe this man is affected or, or afflicted, I should say, with the HIV-AIDS virus. I mean, folks, how many people you know that are HIV-AIDS advocates that aren't infected with the goddamn AIDS? All right? I sure as hell don't know any. And that makes perfect sense on why D-Ray has no qualms in leading his own people into a path to self-destruction. I'm not kidding around. I mean, you don't hear him trying to speak uh, his people into some level of intelligence, some level of pride, some level of integrity. He is fanning, uh, fueling the flames, I should say, of the ignorance and the lack of education that is rampant within the community. And he is utilizing that to his advantage to agitate violence. And that's why I am saying time and time again, we need to tell these dumbasses in the goddamn Black Lives Matter movement that this is an LGBT goddamn movement. It's an LGBT movement. The man's an AIDS HIV advocate, for Christ's sake. He's a gay power bottom man first and a goddamn black man second, you dumbasses. Jesus Christ. Anyway, once again, President had a town hall meeting that no one gave two rats asses about. Lectures the police in America yet again. Now, folks, I want to get a little bit of Bernie Sanders news because he's not out yet, folks. No, he's not going to go away. Guess what he wants from you now? He wants more money. Oh, oh, that's right. He wants more money from you. Feel the burnt ass cracks. Huh? And what does he want you to do? He wants you to buy his book. Oh, he wants you to buy his book now so that he can take more and more money out of your pockets. I mean, I thought this man understood supposedly poverty in America, huh? Remember that stupid speech during the goddamn Democratic debates? You don't know what it's like to be poor. You don't know what it's like to be black in America. You don't know what it's like. Uh, shut up, you stupid, dumb, old, prostate-infected, 75-year-old fraud. You're a fraud! And you see, folks, uh, a lot of the Bernie Sanders people still believe that this dumbass revolution <laughs> is still alive. I mean, you should see in the Bernie Sanders trends, these people are starting to, you know, give themselves new rhetoric like, well, it's not about one man. It's about the movement, and we got to continue the movement going forward. What movement, you idiot? You were following a prostate and... When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can be confusing. Like, Swedish techno confusing. Bok, bok, meow, meow. Dance with me, purple cow. Bok, bok, meow, meow. Ooh, you lovely cow. Geico makes it easy. With 24-7 access, all you have to do is go to Geico.com and you could save money on car insurance. It just makes sense. Unlike, you know... Dance with me, purple cow. I like your moves. Expected fraud. All right? You were following a socialist schlonghead sucking fraud that goofed you into believing that what you were fanaticizing about in your head was not reality. You understand that? Not reality. And now that he has slapped you in the face with reality and telling you that, hey, I'm Bernie Sanders. And I told you that I would give you anything you want. I told you I would give you free health care. I told you that I would give you free college. I told you all these things, but I lied because I'm a socialist and you people are stupid. I'm superior. I'm smarter than you. And you idiots keep giving me your money fair and square. You gave me your dollars fair and square so there's no refunds. Don't cry about it. There is no refunds. As a matter of fact, I got a book for you. That's right. I want you to buy my book. It's called Revolution. That's right. The Revolution. You keep, keep buying. That's right. Keep giving me your money. All right. I need to retire. Remember, I'm 75 years old. All right. I want to retire. You've seen me in the car. I got that nice Tesla car or whatever, that little red car that you people uh, caught me in in the picture. All right. I like that. I like fast cars. All right. I like taking trips to nowheres. All right. I mean, y'all remember when I went to the Vatican 
and the Pope didn't even want me there, I still win anyway because I used your campaign contribution account or your campaign contributions so I can get a chartered private jet so I can go over there to the Vatican and prove that I'm a Jew that actually likes Catholics, all right? And by the way, my uh, wife wanted to go to Italy so we could have a, uh, a spaghetti and meatball and uh, maybe an Italian pizza. Hey, but thank you for donating to my campaign. I appreciate it. Now come on over here, take your underwears off. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, come on over here, take your underwears off. Oh, oh, yeah, that keep contributing. Buy my book now. Buy my book, you. Feel the boing, huh? You feel the boing? Oh, I know you feel the boing. Oh, oh, yeah, come on over here, keep contributing. That's right, you're stupid. I'm going to give you free health care. I'm going to give you free college. Come on, take your underwears off. And come on over here, sit on my lap. Come on over here and sit on my apple. Come on over here and sit on my apple. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, take your underwears off and sit on my apple. Oh, yeah, you like that apple, huh? I want you to take a bite of my apple. Oh, yeah. That's right, I'm Uncle Bernie. I'm Uncle Bernie. Come on. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah, keep contributing. Keep contributing. Sit on my apple. Sit on... Oh. Oh, you hurt Uncle Bernie. Oh, you hurt Uncle Bernie. Oh, you chipped my apple. Oh, my God. I mean, that's what he did. That's what he did to you people. I mean, remember it. Take a picture of it, for Christ's sake. Write it down. That's what he did. Savor the flavor. Because that is what politics is all about on the left. Politics on the left is nothing but lies. It's nothing but deceit. It's nothing but telling a bunch of idiots what they want to hear, for Christ's sake. And once these leftists finally attain power, they do the complete opposite. I mean, how many times do we have to see this over and over again before you idiots start realizing this? Jesus Christ. Anyway, folks. I'm sorry. You know, no, no, there's people tweeting at me saying that they'll never eat apples again. Thanks a lot. Look, I'm just saying all right? I mean, this needs to be imprinted in the brains of feel-the-burn idiots, these damn burn victims. It needs to be imprinted on their brain, this utter betrayal, the deceit, the defrauding. This needs to be etched in their mind. And I hope that uh, uh, hearing Uncle Bernie uh, etches it into their mind. I mean, just imagine these dumbasses that actually got Feel the Burn tattoos and Bernie Sanders tattoos. and I mean, come on, man. <laughs> How do you idiots feel, boy? Huh? You might as well put Bitch of Wall Street now. Huh? <laughs> you might as well say, uh, uh, you, you might as well put a tattoo on your ass and say, come on over, Wall Street, uh, taking all comers. Oh! <laughs> because that's what Bernie Sanders did to you. <laughs> that's what Bernie Sanders did to you. <laughs> Woo! Oh, my God, this is a great day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. I know people are a little upset about the uh, the bit, but, hey, people need to remember what happened. Anyway, folks, uh, let me just go through Hillary Clinton's poll numbers is dwindling because of the damn email scandal and because of the open corruption that we have all seen on the boob tube through these uh, uh, non-prosecution recommendations by the FBI and so on and so forth. All right, so give me a damn break. Oh, my God. Anyway, folks, uh, we are getting more and more news. I don't mean to be helter-skeltering it back and forth, but uh, I want to thank everybody who is uh, tweeting at me the latest news that's coming out of Turkey. Uh, Germany is trying to land in Turkey and is being denied access by the Turkish military and I believe that Germany is trying to go in there and get a rescue mission for Erdogan. And uh, I, I, don't, I don't think that should be applicable at this point in time. And if I was Turkish military, I'd shoot the damn uh, German plane out of the sky if it didn't leave our airspace. All right? I'm not kidding around. That's enough of this crap. Germany is the culprit of Turkey's problems as far as I'm concerned. All right? 
Now, I'm going to keep tweeting. Uh, another uh, breaking news, loud explosion heard in the capital, Anarka, Ankara, excuse me. Uh, CNN Turk says explosions occurred at state-run television building. So, uh, uh, very interesting developments happening in Turkey, folks. All right, I mean, I, I mean, this is a serious coup that's happening here. And I hope, I sincerely hope, that they capture Erdogan and execute that son of a bitch. All right? Jesus Christ. Now, according to uh, reports, the, there is a loyal, it's a loyalist helicopter that fired missiles that destroyed the state-run television. I, I mean, we don't really know what's going on. I mean, obviously, Erdogan's call to action is being responded to by certain elements of, I don't know if it's, Military, police, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if it's uh, the regular wild Jehudis coming out from their houses. I have no idea. But uh, really, really serious business happening, all right? With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.